live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Point. Given where we are, you know, I've got my booster. It's to people who are boosted, like myself, is that fully vaccinated now? Because now I'm worried that Omicron could overcome the booster. That's fully vaccinated, Joy. I'm so glad you brought that up. Thank you for all your viewers out there. And I hope the CDC might be watching as we, as we were, as we, you and I are talking. They have to update the definition of fully vaccinated to account for the three-dose regimen, not the two. We cannot be saying in uh, out of both sides of the mouth, Number one, two doses is fully vaccinated. And then on the other side, oh, by the way, you should get a booster shot. It doesn't make sense. It's confusing. And ladies and gentlemen, it's confusing to me too. I don't know what is fully vaccinated, what is not fully vaccinated, what's partially vaccinated. Are these even vaccines? But it seems like Joy Reid is completely confused. She doesn't know which way is up, which way is left, and which way is right. I just don't know what to do. I mean, am I vaccinated? Am I not vaccinated? Am I fully vaccinated if I have two coronavirus vaccines, or do I need the booster? Do I need to go get two boosters? I just don't know. I'm so glad you brought that up, Joy. And I hope the CDC is watching so they can take their cues from us at the most trusted, well, that's CNN, the second most trusted news station on TV, and that is MSNBC. Either way, they're confused, you're confused, Fauci's confused, everybody's confused. You want to know why? Because nobody figured out exactly, ladies and gentlemen, where this came from, who funded it, well, we all figured it out, but the mainstream media won't acknowledge it, won't learn it on their own, don't know how to beat it, don't know how to deal with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, don't understand anything about therapeutics and any kind of natural treatments. All they want is the shot, the shot, the shot, the booster, the booster, the booster, and things are changing so fast. Joy Reid is getting confused. Don't you feel sorry for Joy Reid, ladies and gentlemen? Anyway, welcome to Live from America. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. If you did not join us on this morning's show, thank you all for uh, for joining in tonight. Please let me know who you are and where you're from. Let me give you a little shout out real quick. I appreciate you joining in. Again, this is uh, Monday, December 6th, year of our Lord, 2021. And I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot, coming to you from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. Kayla is watching the show tonight. How are you doing, Kayla? God bless you. Good to see you. We've got um, Cindy Pinnell says it's her birthday, and I've been so busy thankful to be able to listen while I work. And speaking of listening, folks, you can also go and listen and download the podcast for Live from America on iHeartRadio as well. Chris Edwards. How you doing, Chris? Good to see you. Diane from Big Bear, California. Vicki from cold Missouri. Yes, I've heard the Midwest is experiencing some pretty cold temperatures right now. Vicki from Baltimore. God bless you, Vicki. Happy birthday to Cindy as well. We, uh, we got some more in here. Stefan. Stefan, good to see you. Melissa from Corrupt, she says. New Jersey. Christy from Texas is watching. Sandy from Minnesota. Grammy from Chelsea, Michigan. And of course, one more here. Let's give it to Brad Burgess 
from the great state of Utah. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a uh, it was a, a weekend full of news. We had Supreme Court news. We had state. Uh, we had vac- vaccine mandate news. We had a lot go on this weekend. So please, if you've not seen it yet, go to my Rumble page or just go to JeremyHarrell.com and you can watch. All the latest shows, listen to them on a podcast if you'd like. And, of course, just keep up with what is going on day in and day out when it comes to the news. Hear from live from America. I would also like to thank some of the following people who are not confused, like Joy Reid was in the beginning of this video. But that is Angie Gamboa. God bless you. I've heard what I received in the mail from you. I thank you so very much. Judy Gansert, Larry and Medina Nip, Patricia Van Slyke, Jan, uh, James and Janice Wheeland, and of course, I would like to acknowledge and ask for prayers for Cheryl Klein. Her mother passed away on Thanksgiving, uh, and her car broke down on the way uh, to see her family and be with her family, and she is just struggling financially right now and struggling with the death of, uh, of, her, of her mother on Thanksgiving. So please keep Cheryl Klein in your prayer. Cheryl, I will talk to you tomorrow, see if there's anything I can help you with, but we just want you to know that you have a family here who cares, and you have people here who will help out uh, in, in any way they can. So God bless you. Keep your head up and keep uh, keep praying, keep leaning on God, okay? If you're, not, uh, if you're watching on Rumble, please like and share the video real quick. And for all those watching on digital TV, thank you and welcome. Here on Real America's Voice News, you can also get live from America on its own channel on Roku and Fire Stick as well. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this time of year is a great, wonderful time of year for so many people on this planet. Truly for everybody, if everybody would just open their heart up to the gospel, which is what we're going to do right now to get a Live from America started off the correct way as we do every day here on Live from America, December 6th, from Jesus Calling. The evening version says, I am your living Redeemer since you were bought at such an immeasurable price I want you to glorify me in your body and in your spirit. You glorify me in your body by taking good care of yourself and abstaining from immorality. You glorify me in your spirit by delighting in me above all else. The world contains much beauty and many sources of enjoyment, but I outshine them all. From Job 19, 25 through 27, it says, I know that my Redeemer lives, and that in the end he will stand upon the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God, him, God. I myself will see him with my own eyes. Can you just imagine that day, folks, when you are able to gaze upon the creator of the universe with your own eyes? Whoa, talk about wonderful. Uh, again, that is Job 19, 25 through 27. And thank you, Ann Brink, for donating to Cheryl Klein. I will make sure she gets it. God bless you for that Rumble Rant donation. Also, from 1 Corinthians 6.20, reading from the New King James Version, it says, For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And before you turn out the light tonight, folks, in my name, joyfully engage in the healthy pleasures of this life. Your life is a gift from me. And again, folks, God does not, a lot of people, especially new Christians or non-believers, 
they have this preconceived notion, and so did I at one point in time, that to be uh, on a journey with Jesus or to be a Christian, it means that you have to completely become like cultish and do these things that you've never done before. And that couldn't be any further from the truth. As a matter of fact, one of the things that I struggled with while becoming a Christian was I did not want to lose my personality. I did not want to lose who God made me to be. But in all actuality, ladies and gentlemen, what happens is, is when you make that wonderful transition and you give all glory and, and put God above all things, what you start realizing is that God does not want you to not be you. He wants you to be the best you. So that means taking all of your good qualities. I mean, let's face it. None of us enjoy our bad qualities. None of us brag about, boast about, or even advertise our bad qualities in public. And most people don't even want to admit them to themselves. Okay? So it doesn't even matter about those bad qualities. Those are sins. Most likely those are sins that you're afraid to walk away from. You're, that you're afraid to just drop and leave behind. God wants you to be the best version of you. And, and, and when I realized that, I said, okay, okay. And, and I really just let go of anything that was holding me back from truly walking step by step with Jesus on that narrow path. Do I fall off sometimes? Of course you do. Of course you're going to fall off sometimes. But guess what? When you fall off, Jesus will be there to grab you and pull you back up. Just like he did with Peter when Peter was trying to walk out to him on the water and lost faith and started drowning. Okay? I would like to thank thank you. Uh, thank you to Becky. God bless you. Caterlin, God bless you. Thank you all for the donations for um, uh, one of our own in need for Cheryl Klein. I will make sure she gets them. And this is what it's all about, folks. Giving, sacrifice, and loving others. Having said that, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Let's all join together and say the Lord's Prayer together. And let's envision the cross. Let's envision the sacrifice that was made for all of us so that we might be able to replicate something like that for someone else. Okay? Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I tell you, folks, when you have a strong community of like-minded people, and especially like-minded Christian conservatives, there's nothing that you can't do together, and there is no situation where somebody will not reach out and lift you up. That's what we do. That is what we're here for. That's the reason for the season. And I would just like to make sure that everybody understands that as we move forward here on Life from America. In our first and foremost section, we will be talking about the same very thing that is making Joy Reid so confused. And that is these vaccine mandates. We'll be talking about the New York City new vaccine mandate from King de Blasio. When we return from this first commercial break, please stay tuned. Stay with us. We got an hour of goodness ahead of us. Got your coffee. You got a good family. You got good people. You got a good audience. And we'll be right back here on Real America's Voice News right after this. Thank you. And I'd like to say thank you guys all very much for these um, rumble rants for Cheryl. Um, she uh, 
it's truly nice when we can help somebody out. Um, I don't know if you guys all caught that, but last week I gave you an update that we've raised like over $15,000 for people in need, family farms, and and struggling uh, struggling, uh, businesses and struggling individuals. That is an incredible, incredible thing that we did this year here on Live from America. And only by God's grace does that kind of stuff happen. Okay? You forgot to post to Telegram. I don't think I did. As a matter of fact, let me go and see. But I'm pretty sure I posted to Telegram. Nope. I guess I didn't. So I will do that right now just to make sure that we get it to Telegram. I thought for sure we did. There we go. Telegram. Boom. (laughs) Thank you for reminding me about that. Uh, Can we get live from America on Telegram chat group for prayer requests and praises? Might be a good idea for somebody to start. Um, I'm actually in talks with somebody who might be and the only person that I could think of that could help out and produce here on Live from America. And if I could get a producer here, somebody that I'm close with, somebody that I understand and that understands me and how this show works, which I'm talking to right now, boy, I'll tell you, a lot of things are going to change. And who knows, if that's on God's timing and God's will, we'll do that. Um, Becky says, wow, God is good. Amen. Just came in. I freaked out. Without Jeremy. I'm sorry, a lot of people just uh, came in. I'm not sure why. Maybe it's because I just posted on Telegram. Um, Kelly says, sorry, I don't have much to donate. I'm trying to come up with money to help, and that went too fast. It's okay. You know what? God's here to, to, to help out those in need on those days, and, and today it's it's Cheryl's day to be helped out. And, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna uh, throw in and try to match as much as I can as well uh, for Cheryl because, again, folks, the the show is nothing unless we're spreading the gospel. The show is nothing unless we're doing what God instructs us to do, and that is help other people. The show is nothing. It has no foundation unless we're doing that. And and I know it's my I know it's not as as popular as other shows, and it may not ever, not ever be, but that's okay because we're doing what we should be doing. We're doing what we should be doing. Paul Janney says just bought the Freedom T-shirt and the sweatshirt and got my son a You Can't Beat God hat. Well, there we go. There's the new white Freedom T-shirts. So now we've got white, gray, black, and uh, or I mean, excuse me, navy blue and green, and we'll have black and red as well, as well as a whole bunch of coffee cups added and uh, this week to the store. Rival says I produced my first vinyl peel off. That's awesome. Good job. Caterlin says car repair bills are sky high right now. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. We had to get something done in our car, and I couldn't believe it. I thought we were going to have to wait, but by the grace of God, we didn't have to. Um, Jeremy, ask for volunteers at your church for help. Um, I'm not sure for help for what, but I'm, I'm not sure what you're referring to. But, yeah, the people at my church are great, and if I asked them, I'm sure they would. Um... Jeremy, you need to add a link on Telegram. I just did that. I just did that. So hopefully that'll help people out. And guys, please, it's really on you to get it out there as much as possible. So let's go to the first and foremost section, and let's talk about what's happening in New York City right now. Um, Because, oh, poor New York City. I feel so bad for all my friends there. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News, the greatest news station on TV right now. The greatest employees, the greatest news hosts and anchors. God bless everybody. God bless all of my colleagues. Steve Bannon, John Fredericks, Miranda Kahn, uh, David Brody, so many. Dave Creer, uh, or J- Jeff Creer, excuse me. Uh, so many great people. Amanda Head, Ben Berkwam. It's great. and uh, It's an honor to work amongst such great people. Okay, here we go. The first and foremost section today, if you're ready for it, folks. New York City has now become the first city in the nation to mandate 
this, I don't even like calling it a vaccine, but that's what everybody knows it as, to mandate this vaccine for all private sector employers and employees. This is a stretch, folks, okay? This, along with all of the other cases blowing up in the face of the Democrat Communist Party right now, will blow up in court just like all of those. This is not... Uh, a state, uh, a, a local, state, or federal government is not in the business of 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 telling the private sector how to run their businesses. Okay, and we've already seen so many people, so many judges uh, make judgments and rulings against any kind of mandate uh, from this vaccine to hospitals, to healthcare workers, social workers. Uh, private sector, federal, uh, federal um, establishments, and, and more. And, and, and unions as well. So I, I just see this as a big fight moving forward, but it doesn't matter because all that really matters is perception. We've already seen that be uh, played out to be uh, proven in the Biden administration. Biden administration was able to instill fear amongst all of these great companies all over the country before there was even a ruling, before it was a law, before any uh, anything was actually set in stone. People just went out and mandated this uh, uh, with their employees because they didn't want to deal with the fines. They didn't want to deal with losing government contracts. And in all, in, in all actuality, ladies and gentlemen, the Fifth and the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals have put their stamp of hold on, wait a minute, back up the injection train real quick. Because this isn't happening, and 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 New York City is trying to push that even further, uh, trying to push that even f- uh, further. Uh, this power that the government does not have, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, is going to be fought tooth and nail by business owners in New York City because New York City business owners are not going to be pushed around anymore. They were pushed around and they were pushed out of the entire uh, work sector for the last two years. And anybody that survived or came back is not going to allow this administration to push them around even further. The new expansions to the vaccine mandate, uh, key to the city, as de Blasio calls it, are as follows. The vaccine, this, these are in addition to what is already in place. The vaccine mandate, uh, a, a vaccine mandate for all private sector workers, vaccine proof for indoor dining, fitness, and entertainment required for children 5 to 11, and program uh, the new program requires two vaccine doses up from just one. The question is, ladies and gentlemen, is are the people of New York City going to allow this? Vaccinated or not vaccinated? Are the people of New York City going to allow this? Let me play a video for you. Not that you want to hear from either of these two, but this was the mayor of New York City, for now, Bill de Blasio, announcing this today. Yeah, Mika, look, we had just talked about an attack on democracy. We're under attack a different way right now from the coronavirus. And we've got Omicron as a new factor. We've got the colder weather, which is going to really create additional challenges with the Delta variant. We've got holiday gatherings. We in New York City have decided to use a preemptive strike to really do something bold to stop the further growth of COVID and the dangers it's causing to all of us. So as of today, we're going to announce a first in the nation measure. Our health commissioner will announce a vaccine mandate for private sector employers across the board. All private sector employers in New York City will be covered by this vaccine mandate as of December 27th. We're going to have some other measures as well to really focus on maximizing vaccination quickly so we can get ahead of Omicron and all the other challenges we're facing right now with COVID. 
And uh, curious, um, first of all, that's anybody and everybody who works in New York City has a vaccine mandate at this point. How do you enforce this? We're going to work with the business community, and we've seen a lot of cooperation so far when we have put in place our mandate, for example, for uh, restaurants, indoor entertainment, indoor fitness. We actually got a lot of cooperation. There were a few times where we had to penalize people, but it was rare. So we're going to put together the rules, work with the business community. But I'll tell you something, mm. the fact that this is universal, and, and this would be my advice to mayors, governors, CEOs all over the country, use these vaccine mandates. And the more universal they are, the more likely employees will say, okay, it's time, I'm gonna do this. Because you can't jump from one industry to another, or one company to another. It's something that needs to be universal to protect all of us. Now, you see how he unilaterally decided, right? He says, we decided. No, you unilaterally decided with your tyrant, oppressive nature that is Bill de Blasio. So here's what's going to happen. Ladies and gentlemen, you see Florida right now and you see New York. Look at Florida, the state of Florida, and look at any city in Florida, and look at the state of New York and look at New York City. Florida has decided to go a completely different route in this COVID craze. Okay? Governor Ron DeSantis decided to put freedom above fear. New York decided to put fear above freedom. And while instilling that fear, they were able to remove your God-given daily exercised rights. And in Florida, they were able to use their everyday God-given rights. And look at the numbers. The proof is in the pudding, ladies and gentlemen. Look at the number of cases of people who've gotten whatever variant that came out this week. Whatever variant you want to call it this week, look at how many people have it in Florida, and look at how many people have it in New York. Look how many hospitalizations there are in Florida. Look how many hospitalizations there are in New York. Look how many break, breakthrough new cases are in Florida as opposed to New York. And there are more New Yorkers vaccinated than there are Floridians. Ladies and gentlemen, the proof is in the pudding and the numbers are clear. You cannot argue those. You cannot argue that. But, unfortunately, you will have people argue that. And But what's going to happen is this guy's going to drive people right out of New York City. Real strong business owners. And I'm talking about of every color and every creed and every race. The Latino, the black, the white, the brown. Every single way you want to categorize somebody. These are hardworking Americans. And most of them are not going to just lay down and take it. They're going to move their business somebody somewhere else. Or they're just going to pack up and move somewhere else. You are literally hurting the economy by doing this. Which is why you've had to pass trillion dollar spending bills to bail out these economies that you hurt in the beginning by locking everybody down in 2020. And here we go. It's a revolving door of stupidity once again. But ladies and gentlemen, these people aren't stupid. So you have to understand they're doing it for a reason. They're doing it for an agenda. And that is the truth. That is where we are. Now, ladies and gentlemen, all of this craziness that's going on, this, this hysteria and this fear mongering that's going on. Look, we're going to have to learn to live with this one day or another. 
We're going to have to do what we should have done in the very beginning and let it run its course instead of trying to stop it at every turn so it mutates at every turn and then infects more people and just prolongs. The Look, the government is great at kicking the can down the road and guess what they're doing? Kicking the can down the road with your lives because they just won't meet it and face it head on like we've done every other problem in this country since 1776, which is what made us the greatest country on earth of all time. Now, amidst all of this craziness, even when you have high-profile names, people with big platforms like Dana White, president of the UFC, who just got COVID and beat it in a matter of days, was literally negative within a matter of five days because he decided to do the same thing that Joe Rogan decided to do, which is the same thing that Aaron Rodgers decided to do, which is the same thing that numerous basketball players, tennis players, and thousands of doctors and physicians around the world have been screaming from the top of their lungs to do in order to stand in front of this disease, fight it head on, and beat it. And that is therapeutics and, ladies and gentlemen, medicines like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. We've talked about this a billion times, and we'll talk about it a billion and one. Amongst all of this craziness, you have people that are literally beating this within hours, it's mostly days, but within hours, if people get on this early enough, they're beating it, and they're beating it so quickly, they're walking through it like nothing. Dana White and the people that he has uh, taken this advice from, including his doctors, have all said that they've got their taste and smell back within hours after using ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, and monoclonal antibodies. But again, the people on the left, like the most trusted source in news, CNN, well, let's break that down and consider the source for a minute. You got one guy who literally was just fired by using his position to tamper with an investigation to try to coerce people that were accusing his brother, a brother who was then governor, Andrew Cuomo, of sexual assault, all while he's got accusations that he basically killed 15,000 people in assisted living facilities. You got that guy on CNN. He's the most trusted source in news, right? Well, then you got another guy in Don Lemon who's clearly a racist against white people even though he's married to a white dude and at the same time, ladies and gentlemen, has sexual allegations, harassment on him as well. And of course, let's not forget the guy that was caught fondling himself on camera in front of his co-workers. It seems to me like it's nothing but a, uh, a, a, a den of viper and a brothel of immoral sexuality that's going on within the most trusted name in news. But you have these kind of people that will straight come at you with pitchforks, arrows, and, 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 uh, and, and fire. If you mention anything about these therapeutics or these, or, or these medicines that already exist that are wiping out COVID like it never existed. Why? Because there is a narrative. And unfortunately, when you have political narratives like this that play with people's lives, rather than just meeting this head on and dealing with it, you get people caught in the crossfires. You get collateral damage. And in this case, ladies and gentlemen, we have over 800,000 adverse reactions that are reported since this vaccine came out. 
We have tens of thousands of people who have suffered from uh, myocarditis, and you have people that have suffered from Guillain-Barre syndrome. You have people who have been permanently paralyzed, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, just by VARES alone, in its late reporting, you have over 21,000 deaths. Meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, let's go and talk about this story. Um, unfortunately for the family, uh, they're going to have to hear this. Um, and, and, and the last thing they probably want to do is have their daughter and, their, and the health of their daughter politicized. But it is news and it is worth talking about. And that is we have reports of a seven-year-old child who just suffered a stroke and a brain hemorrhage just one week after taking the Pfizer shot. And now, ladies and gentlemen, children are eligible for this from 5 to 11. And you're going to hear more and more stories about this, just like I told you months ago that you were going to start seeing a trend of vaccinated people, fully vaccinated, not to confuse Joy Reid any further, but fully vaccinated people, are, I told you they were going to be the number one uh, statistic when it came to filling the hospitals and, and having problems with COVID. And guess what? It started happening in, in city after city, state after state, country after country, until that is, the, that is the majority of the people catching all these variants are people who are double vaccinated. So you got this poor little girl. Let me read for you this story. And there was a video. I'm not going to play the video out of respect for the family or anything like that because it's hard to watch and sad to watch. But here's a picture of the little girl there she is cute little girl i can't help but think about my own little four-year-old girl this is her after uh recovery trying to walk she can barely walk she needs assistance to do all of this stuff because she she suffered from taking this covid vaccine but nobody wants to talk about that kind of stuff nobody wants to talk about this collateral damage nobody wants to talk about these kids who no longer are allowed to be children to begin with look at these children today look at all the stuff they're dealing with look at the pressures the stress the anxiety the fear the uncertainty of which way am i supposed to go should i wear a mask here should i not wear a mask here let's talk about kids who are in in broken homes families that have split over time because of whatever reason divorce or whatever and they happen to live on one state and, and because they live on a state line and their other parent lives in another state one lives in a liberal uh, state the other lives in a conservative state how do you handle that how do you manage that without going absolutely insane children today I feel so bad for the youth of our nation and President Trump was very very intelligent when he said you cannot let the cure become worse than the disease and that is exactly what we've done under Democrat rule and Democrat leadership there is no leadership that's the problem the lack of leadership is abundant when it comes to democrat uh democrat agendas they are just completely clueless and if they're not clueless then they have an agenda either way you should not be putting these people in charge just because they tell you orange man bad racist 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 and everything is racist it's it's the most ridiculous time to be alive but at the same time god calls people like you and i to stand here at the front of this fight and fight for our children and that is what we're going to continue to do we're going to be right back with more live from america here on real america's voice news right after this and we'll be back with the dumb dumb award of the day i wonder if you can guess who it is we'll be right back after these messages god bless you and thank you for watching live from america we'll be right back
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. Cancel culture has not only affected myself and my pillow, but millions of you out there. Before all this started, I had already written in my memoir. I dedicate this book to anyone that's looking for hope. Well, right now we're all looking for hope. I believe that my story is gonna bring inspiration and hope to everyone. By the time you're done reading my book, you will believe that with God, all things are possible. To thank you all for your support, I'm offering some of my best prices ever on my pillow products, including this exclusive bundle. You get my book and these five my pillows. They all have beautiful scenes and verses from the Bible, such as Isaiah 41:10. Do not fear, for I am with you. This six-pack bundle is regularly $219. Now it's just $99.98 and free shipping with your promo code. Go to mypillow.com and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below. Thank you and God bless. Another firebrand, another fighter for this country, uh, Mike Lindell. And, and ladies and gentlemen, that's, you know, this, this I, I, I'm going to say this, kudos to the parents out there. Look, I, it's hard for me to say this without making somebody who has gotten the vaccination feel like they did something wrong. That's not the point in this. The point is this is to stand up for the people who don't want it for whatever reason. And kudos to those parents who for it, who who that don't want it and don't want it for their kids kudos to them for having the courage to stand up in the face of adversity okay and again it all comes down to that key word want it or don't want it key words i should say forced or not forced okay if you take something willingly i have no right to tell you you should or shouldn't take that you're taking it because you've discussed it with your doctor and it's best for you we're always always harping on the mandate on this experimental drug that is the only reason that i talk about it as much as i do because i happen to be on the side that's fighting against that i happen to be on the side that is not allowing my children to be subject to that and uh so and i know there's millions out there who feel exactly how i feel so that is me talking to them and 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 also talking to those who've decided to get it about future boosters because it's never going to end look at me when i tell you it is never going to end so where and when are you going to put your foot down and say i'm tired of you being involved in my family we did what we thought was right we trusted our scientists we trusted our world leaders we took the shot but when is enough going to be enough that is the day that i'm waiting for because the day that happens the day we'll all be united against this and you're already seeing people especially people that you never would have thought of like trevor noah who was just canceled on twitter for saying hey it's starting to get a little weird here starting to get a little weird here unfortunately it took this long for people to figure out but here we are anyway so sooner or later folks we'll all be united as one um and and that's why i said the tides are turning we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight as well okay all right let's come back thank you for sticking around here on real america's voice news you're watching live from america and i am jeremy harrell the host of the show coming to you live from the live free or die state of new hampshire and again ladies and gentlemen as i was talking to the social media audience during that commercial break we were just talking about how when we really push forward on fighting these vaccination mandates that's exactly what we're fighting we're fighting the forced portion of this entire mess that we're in if you decide to take something for your own good that is you and that is your family and that's your decision me and many many others millions of others are fighting the forced the forced aspect of these man of these vaccination mandates and that is it now moving forward we got a dumb dumb award to give away but before we give this dumb dumb award uh, uh, away let me explain to you who's going to get it 
and why they're going to get it. Because what is the definition of insanity? The definition of insanity is trying the same thing the same way over and over and over and over again and expecting a different result. That's insanity. For people who do that, that is the definition of insanity. So we might as well chalk up the communist Democrats and all of their ridiculous, illegitimate, stupid committees because none of them will make a difference in the end. It's all for political theater. And here we go again. Ever since President Trump announced that he was creating his new uh, media empire to consist of TMGT, or excuse me, TMTG and Truth Social, the left has been melting down across newspaper outlets, uh, news station outlets, and of course, um, in even in Congress. The left has been melting down day in and day out because they know that, number one, they will not only, uh, this new media company that Trump is, is building will not only destroy their daily narrative of news or fake news, but they won't be able to censor it and stop it. So there will be no way that they can stop the opposition to their you know why fake news there'll be no way to stop the op uh, the opposition to their fake news on a daily basis and so they are so upset about this and not only are they upset about the possibility of him destroying their narrative on a day on a day-to-day -day basis and ultimately destroying their companies but they're also completely irate with the fact that this is going to bring donald trump billions and billions of dollars everything that he lost as president and by the way the only president who left the office poorer than he was when he went in checked the facts at least in modern history at least in modern day president trump will not only gain back the billions he lost as president but he will gain billions and billions more on top of that hey look the lord will make sure that everybody's cup will overfloweth and will get back many many times what they gave away and what they sacrificed and that's exactly what happened when president trump was president on his first term from 2016 to 2020 but now ladies and gentlemen the sec oh yeah another another uh another arm of the government another political weapon arm uh, arm of the government uh the federal uh the federal division the sec is now investigating trump's media company while they continue to ignore hunter biden and the laptop from hell and the shady deals that happened with this illegitimate presidency and their entire family and all the crookedness that actually um lives within the biden regime president stood up for the people or president trump stood up for the people and against the regime and now one way or another whether it be the january 6th committee or whether it be this he must be punished ladies and gentlemen the sec the security and exchange commission is now investigating president trump's upcoming media venture according to business insider the sec has requested documents about quote meetings of the partner company's board of directors quote policies and procedures relating to trading and identification of certain investors and copies of communications between partner company and uh, the partner company and trump's new organization basically they want the same thing as they got on um james o'keefe and project veritas when they raided all uh, all of his home and others that work for him and 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 got all of the records so they could so they could protect the new york new york times and literally find out everything that james o'keefe and project veritas was up against 
or that they were up against with Project Veritas. Same thing that's happening here, ladies and gentlemen. Just another way to draw to, to, to drag President Trump's name through the mud. Another way to make it look like he's doing something wrong. Probably another Russia, Russia hoax uh, story involved here. But long story short, all of the stuff that they're asking for is completely unprecedented unless you are, com you are accusing me of a crime. And I guarantee you President Trump is going to fight them the same way he always does, like a boss, like a pit bull. And these dum-dums on the left, the SEC and everybody that they use to weaponize the federal government to further their agenda, every single one of them are going to do the same thing that they've done for the last four years outside of stealing the election, and that is lose and fail. So, ladies and gentlemen, you can keep talking all you want on the left. You can keep dragging President Trump's name through the mud, but all it does is make him stronger because everybody that's watching this little immature game that you're playing, they all have the same thing on their mind. Oh, no. My button died. There it is. Nobody cares. And it's actually backfiring on you and creating more conservatives. The Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to the SEC and the Communist Democrats. Now, speaking of Hunter's laptop, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about that for a minute because Jen Psaki pretend to be press secretary, who I would love, I would pay money to see debate Kaylee McEnany. That would be the greatest thing to watch of all time. But anyway, pretend to be press secretary Jen Psaki was asked about Biden's corruption, the corruption that is in the Biden family, and of course, Hunter Biden's laptop. Well, Pretend to be press secretary Jen Psaki did not like that. Now, can you imagine if this was Kelly McEnany up here and something happened like what happened to Hunter Biden with Don Jr. or Eric, or, or Eric Trump? Can you imagine the answer that Jen Psaki gives here being good enough for all of the press that was in the room? Check this out. Uh, the Biden administration today put out a big report about addressing corruption. I want to ask you two quick and hopefully pretty easy questions about that. Uh, shortly after President Biden's uh, virtual meeting with the Chinese president, uh, the first son's attorney said that he has finally divested from a Chinese investment fund controlled by state-owned entities. I was hoping you could commit to uh, basic transparency about that transaction including the name of the buyer, the dollar amount, and the timing. And the second question is, my colleague Miranda Devine has a new book out called uh, The Laptop from Hell, and I was hoping that you could confirm that the laptop is indeed authentic um, and not Russian disinformation, as you seem to suggest on Twitter last year. Well, uh, on the first, uh, the president's son is not an employee of the federal government, so I'd point you to his representatives. And as it relates to the book, I have neither, neither had the time nor interest in exploring or reading the book. Go ahead, the Tina. Attorney go ahead, Tina. I, I think I answered your question. Go ahead. You, you can go to the representative of the person who's not an employee of the federal government. Go ahead, Tina. I think we have to move on. Go ahead. At that moment, at that moment, if I was that guy, I would think to myself very quickly, does it matter to me to ever be in this room ever again? Or does it matter to me to hold this woman accountable for the question that I asked her, which is supposed to be answered because she is a press secretary for the president of the United States that was elected by the people? That is not a good enough answer. I would have completely talked over her and I would have continued to disrupt 
that press conference until I got my answer, an, an actual answer. It doesn't have to be the best answer. It doesn't have to be an answer that incriminates you or Hunter Biden or anybody that you work for as a puppet. As a puppet. It doesn't have to do anything, but just give me an answer outside of, well, you're going to have to go to him for that. Can you imagine that being a good enough answer if Donald Trump Jr. had a laptop from hell with pornography and crack smoking and guns, illegal gun owning all over it? Pedophilia and all of that? No, ladies and gentlemen, it would not be a good enough answer. And if I was that... Um, if I was that journalist that was there, I would have said, you know what? It's worth me getting kicked out of here forever and hold her accountable. And that's exactly why they don't have people like me in those rooms, folks. I don't care if that is immature or not. Look, we want answers. We're the American public. Give us answers and answer the question whatever way you want, but don't not answer the question. The Americans in this country, well, of course the Americans are in this country, but Americans in this country, we are no longer going to sit and accept your suit and tie political moonwalk around the uh, question answer. It's not going to happen anymore. We want real legitimate answers or we're calling you out every single time you're on camera. Period. And that's just the new way of the grand new party, the grand new Republican Party. All right, we got some good news before we take a commercial break real quick. Um, and we always could use good news, so let's go ahead and give it. Back in September, the American Gulag Group and the Gateway Pundit put together a fundraiser and a fundraising effort to try to raise money for the J6 political prisoners that are stuck in D.C. in inhumane conditions, not allowed to see their families. And a majority of these people are God-loving, God-fearing patriots with families, with children, with lives, and used to have jobs. No longer because their lives have been destroyed by the communist Democrats of this country with no rule of law being followed as far as what their rights are as prisoners, period. That's just the way it is. Long story short, we've had to have uh, representatives and senators go there just to get these people to open the doors so we could see this their condition. However, ladies and gentlemen, a little bit of a miracle during the Christmas season um, and and definitely a story worth reporting the gateway pundit and the american gulag group have put together this fundraising effort that has now raised forty two thousand dollars and that forty two thousand dollars that they raised has has been dispersed amongst the families of the j6 political prisoners inhumanely kept and kidnapped and held without bail in our nation's capital by the communist democrats at least at least, ladies and gentlemen, their prayers in that jail were answered that the money go to children and the youth of this nation. And that's exactly what this $42,000 went to. It has been spread up amongst these families for their children so that bills can be paid, food can be put on the table. I know it's not a lot, but it's still $42,000. It's spread amongst these families to pay for attorney fees or whatever else that they can to catch up. And that is good news. And that is the Lord's work being done. Having said that, we're going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. We will be back with more Live from America right after this, and we will talk about a few things. Number one, the babies that need to be saved in this country that's going on in the Supreme Court right now, and an update on a restaurant that apologized. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we come back from this break. Stay tuned. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product for my pillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. 
Towels that actually work. The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled MyPillow. And to thank you for all your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get my dog beds for as low as $19.99 or for a limited time you can get my six-piece towel sets regularly $109.99 now only $39.99 the lowest price ever with your promo code and of course again ladies and gentlemen it's just it's nice to be able to play those little commercials during this commercial break so that I can gear up and get ready for the next story um, but somebody said Nick should Nick deserves the Smarty award I was going to give the Smarty award to the Gateway pundit and the American Gulag but I'm I'm just wondering what Nick did can anybody tell me what Nick did that deserves the Smarty award I can't see I can't see in the oh my employer asked me to start wearing a mask I put personal uh, equipment up and walked out. Called me and gave me a promotion and a nice raise to stay. Courage is contagious. Wow. Wow. Well, we're going to talk about that here when we come back from this commercial break. And you will get the Smarty Award of the day. Courage is definitely contagious. Wow. That's incredible. Let me go back and read that again just so that I get that right. So I make sure that I'm right when I read it, when I say it. Woo, that is an incredible story. Good job. <laughs> so, are they, so apparently they're not going to make you wear a mask. Oh, that's great. Let's talk about that. Welcome back to Live from America, ladies and gentlemen. Look, during the commercial break, I was going to give the Smarty Award to the uh, Amer- the American Gulag Group and the, uh, the Gateway Pundit, and they deserve it. Don't get me wrong. They do deserve the Smarty Award. However, one of our audience members right here, Nick Ratliff, said something in the comment section that I think deserves the Smarty Award and definitely is a good story of Courage is Contagious. His employer was forcing him to wear a mask uh, all of a sudden, and he refused to wear the mask, and he literally put up all of his equipment and said, okay, I'm not wearing the mask. Okay, if you want me to wear it, go ahead, keep it. I'm walking out. Literally walked out and must have been invaluable enough to his job for them to call him and beg him to come back, gave him a promotion and a raise to come back, all because he had the courage to stand up against this tyranny and stand up against this this clear medical tyrannical decision that these companies and that these uh, bureaucrats are making and he stood up in the face of that and said no see you later and unfortunately ladies and gentlemen for them they can't hire anybody these days so as as a result uh, a little bit of courage goes a long way and Nick Ratliff you get the Smarty Award of the Day here on Live from America thank you for the inspirational story And thank you for having the courage so that we could share that story so other people might get the courage to do the same thing. Again, the one thing that we have going for us when we get um, faced with those situations is that there's nobody to hire. I mean, literally, robots aren't ready yet, so what are you going to do? Ladies and gentlemen, there's nobody to hire. Great job, Nick. God bless you. Way to stay strong. Great story for here and live from America. Okay, let's get to this. Let's dive into the major story that's going on in this country right now. And in my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, the single biggest fight on our hands, if we call ourselves followers of Jesus Christ, and that is the fight to save our babies. 
Now, I've been following this very, very heavy because this is a story near and dear to my heart more than anything else that I report on right now, okay? And I've been watching Chatter all over the internet, all over blogs, everywhere. And what I'm seeing is that Chatter, all over these internet blogs, these op-eds and these small publications, and even staffers inside the Supreme Court, all of them are leaning towards these justices, leaning towards siding with the state of Mississippi, which will absolutely decimate Roe v. Wade. It will put a dent into Roe v. Wade so big, ladies and gentlemen, that immediately following this decision from the Supreme Court, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. 22 states, 22 states will completely eradicate Roe v. Wade after this decision if the Supreme Court leads the way that everybody is trending on their reporting that they're going to lead. I'm going to tell you the states right now in case you live there. Um, Idaho, Utah, Arizona, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, Arizona, Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky, Ohio, and West Virginia. Those states will obey our Lord and Savior and save the babies if the Supreme Court even leans towards this Mississippi law just a little bit. And like I said, sources all over these op-eds, small internet publication and blogs, even on the left, are freaking out right now, which is why, ladies and gentlemen, the left is trying to t is already discussing packing the Supreme Court. Because this is going to be a loss for them, and it's going to be a win for this nation. It's going to be a win for God, and it's going to be a win for every single one of you. And it's truly an incredible time to be alive. So if you live in one of those states... Be ready, ladies and gentlemen, and stay vigilant. Let's continue to fight for the most important thing in this planet, and that is the blessing and the miracle of a baby given to us by our Creator and the Creator of all things, God. What a great story, and what a great time to be alive, ladies and gentlemen. And I have an update for you on the Hilda and Jesse restaurant in San Francisco. If you're not familiar with this, go back and watch this morning's show. Long story short, Hilda and Jesse restaurant in San Francisco um, asked three cops to leave the restaurant on Friday during their lunch hour because they were triggered that the cops were wearing guns and they do not like guns in their establishment. Really, they don't like cops. They're clearly defund the police type of people. They kicked out these three cops on Friday. The internet blew up. I reported on it earlier today. People called by the hundreds probably by the thousands today and all through the weekend and it forced this restaurant to put out an apology although it was a half-baked apology they did apologize for asking the police to leave on friday they said quote these are very stressful times and we handled this very badly end quote but Ladies and gentlemen, after apologizing for kicking these police out who had guns on because of their no guns policy, and after all of the customers were freaking out and the, and the, and the, and the staff was triggered, they had to put out an apology as to the, uh, pertaining to the way they handled kicking out the police officers. But, here's the but, they said if these police officers want to come back to the restaurant off-duty and without their guns, they will be more than welcome because they appreciate the police and the safety they provide in the neighborhood but they are no longer welcome if they are on duty with their guns because they might be like we talked about this morning an alec baldwin model that just jumps out of the holster points at you and shoots itself you know
Anyway, they said they gave an apology, but it was not a very good apology in the least. We're going to take one more break here on Live from America because I want to have time to show you two videos when we come back right here on Live from America. We'll be right back. Thanks for sticking around. Lauren Cole says, too late. I agree with you, Lauren Cole. It is far too late. Patsy says, everything woke turns to... You know the rest, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, these two stories that I'm going to come back with you on um, are, are quite incredible. One of them actually pertains to something that we were talking about earlier when we were talking about staying uh, aware on what your kids are learning in school because if not, they're going to end up indoctrinated and brainwashed. And the other is really pertaining to turning the tides, like I said in the beginning of this video. But let me, let me make sure that I have this video pulled up here for you guys so it's all ready to go. There we go. Perfect. Um, call them back. Yes, we're going to actually call the San Francisco restaurant tomorrow during the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, nope, nope, nope. Freedom or tyranny. That's exactly right. So isn't an apology if they still are willing to... Um, something uh, on duty police officers in there to eat yeah it's, it's it's not an apology at all it's just some way to save face but again they're not allowing these cops in on duty so it doesn't it's not really an apology forget that stupid restaurant wait till they get robbed exactly who are you gonna call ghostbusters <laughs> who are you gonna call you're gonna call ghostbusters the action this restaurant might call the all-female cast of the ghostbusters because you can't have a white american male in there and you definitely can't have a black american male in there with white americans because he'll be an uncle tom so looks like uh the the, the male ghostbusters are burn up when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to going there to protect hilda and jesse um it's not an apology i agree give that restaurant a one star rating there you go all right we're gonna come back and we're gonna show a couple clips and we're gonna end the show so let's get right to it Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. Look, I'm going to play you cl two clips from two videos, short clips. One pertains to something we were talking about on this morning's show, and that is if you do not know what your children are learning in school, then you are doing them a disservice. And it's very easy to find out who's teaching your kids what, especially with social media these days. But late, unfortunately, folks, we have too many people who are learning what I'm about to show you next. This is a young man who obviously was indoctrinated over the last 10 years in school. Doesn't look to be much in, but in his young 20s. But this is the kind of rhetoric that he spews. And again, this kind of rhetoric that you're about to hear is a result of a failed public school system. Check this out. So in the U.S., I feel like we very frequently bring up and discuss patriotism. And over the past few weeks, I've seen a lot of leftist discourse surrounding the questions of should we call ourselves patriots or should we reclaim and repurpose the term American patriotism? And I think some of the discourse has been very weird, so I want to talk about it. I think first it's important to note the foundational elements of the United States. For one, we're a settler colony. Settler colonialism being a type of colonialism in which indigenous peoples of a colonized region are displaced by settlers who permanently form a society there. The very foundation of our society is rooted in uprooting indigenous peoples. That uprooting being done through genocide. And that's coupled with the fact that we were also a white supremacist settler project that enslaved another race of people for the sake of economic productivity. And those two foundational structures, white supremacy and settler colonialism, are critical in understanding the development of the United States. Take our very founding story, for example. Okay, I think I've had enough of that. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you talk fast enough, you actually can, you, you, you might be able to, if you, if you just talk fast enough, and, and, and just elegantly enough, kind of like Obama did, well, ladies and gentlemen, maybe the people that you're talking to won't hear the BS spewing from your mouth, and that is exactly what people like this do. Now, this is, this is a young individual on the left who's obviously brainwashed and indoctrinated, and that's what your kids are learning these days. I wasn't going to let that go any further. 
What you're about to hear right now are some young ladies on the right. And not only that, ladies and gentlemen, I titled this show The Tides Are Turning because it looks like we are starting to unite in this country under conservative values, no matter what color your skin is. What you just saw was a gentleman on the left. Now you can see some very intelligent young ladies on the right. Which is, a, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, what you're about to see here is reality. Pushing back on the notion that all young black Americans are progressive. Featured in a New York Post op-ed, they say now is the time for Republicans and black Americans to unite over conservative values. Political commentator and YouTuber Sharif Lane and CEO of the Conscious Conservative Movement, Felicia Killings, they both join us now. Good morning. Good morning. Thank Good you morning. for having me. Thank you for coming on with us. So, Sharice, tell us why, why are you conservative? Well, first of all, I would say that I was raised in a Christian home. My grandparents are pastors, and they raised my mother to be Christian and conservative, which in turn had her raise me to be Christian and conservative. But it wasn't until I was in middle school that I realized I was conservative. Um, I attended a, a school called Victor Christian Academy in Orlando, Florida, a predominantly black and Christian school. And it wasn't until the, about the seventh grade that my teacher, Ms. Randolph, advised us to research both sides of political parties and also to look at what a conservative is and what a liberal is. And after I did that, that's when I came to the realization that I was conservative. But I, I was raised Christian and I was raised conservative, so it came natural to me with that realization. Mm -hmm. How about you, Felicia? My father raised me um, to be conservative. This is just all I know. Big shout out to Dan right now who's <laughs> watching. Um, and this is pretty much the experience for a lot of black Americans. We are conservative in our values. However, there has been a significant gap between the Republican Party and black voters. And right now, what we're trying to do with the Conscious Conservative Movement is to bridge that gap via education and training. Uh, just and ladies and gentlemen, not to cut her off, but that gap she's talking about is called indoctrination and brainwashing. And that's what the Democratic Party has been excellent at the last three decades in this country. But either way, the tides are changing. People are starting to wake up. And because of young, bright women like that, regardless of what color they are, they're waking up everybody and we are uniting under conservative values. Great time to be alive. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for Live from America. The American Strong Business tab on JeremyHarrell.com is now up to nearly 150 businesses. We would like to see 250 small American businesses on there by the end of December. If you have a small business or have a friend who has a small business, please go in there and put your business on that directory absolutely free, and thousands of people will see it every single day. Also, if you find value in this show, it's a complete viewer-funded show, please become a one-time or monthly donor by clicking the donor tab on jeremyharrell.com and sign up for the morning newsletter and we will stay connected every single day. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, ladies and gentlemen. Keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow at 11 o'clock a.m. and, of course, in the evening again for more Live from America. God bless you. Have a great night. Freedom, ladies and gentlemen. Freedom.